This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey guys, this is Ian Happ from the Chicago Cubs. I'm excited to announce that my show, The Compound, is now part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Join me and my teammates, Dakota Meckis and Zach Short. This week, we welcome Cubs first baseman, World Series champion, Anthony Rizzo to The Compound. Check it out. Subscribe. The Compound on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. True. No, I, I, predi- exactly. I predicted. The, I, I predicted the iPhone in 2003, though. I was like, "Here's a, here's where it's going to go." I <laughs> a told really everybody, small computer. <laughs> told everybody what 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 the future was, and I was like, "You're going to have it all in, in a phone, and it's going to do all these things." And everyone laughed at me. And literally, no one laughed at you, man. You are they making did. that up. I did. My high school friends. I was like, I went to Japan and I saw the phones in Japan, and I was like, "Yo, this is the future. Like, we're going to all have these crazy I mean, phones." No, I, they were just like laughing I've, at you. Yeah, I've seen pictures of you in high school. Dude. I, I know why they laughed. Yeah, we know why they laughed. I had nothing that. to do with your ideas. Yeah. Have you ever been to a volcano? When it was erupting? You're now listening to Super Bowl. They're a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. It's pretty. It's so pretty. We just won a fucking that's what you said, man. I'm supposed to be a franchise player, and we're in here talking about Super Hoopers. Welcome to Super Hoopers, inconsequential discussion of the week's NBA news. I'm your host, Matt Hill. With me, John Hill, Dave Feudernick. How are you guys? How's it going? Ooh. Oh, dude. Life is perfect. Dude. It's not <laughs> Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I was like, it's been three months since the pandemic started about. It's been about, about three, three months. months. It is like... Yep. I was like, man, a lot can happen in three months. <laughs> it's like, I did not know so much could happen in three months, but it has. And here we are. Here we are. We're still we're still healthy. We're still doing fine. Some yep. of us look better than others, but I'd say, you know. I'm saying Matt's hair is looking good. This is too. It really in is. It's like it's like annoying, annoyingly so. I know, I know, I know. And as I've as as I revealed in the group text, I have made my return to surfing. So I've been hitting the waves, you know, getting wow. getting the workout in. So getting the See, getting that, getting that surf is, workout you know, the, in. The thing is, all you've done is like bought a proper shampoo. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. like True. like just styled it a little. No, well, this is just this is, I woke up like this. I, this is me no shower. Okay. Listeners can't tell. Well, so uh, I just think about all the years of missed opportunity you had where if oh, you had just so like much. tried so much. for like a but, little bit. But, dude, you dude, would be it, so handsome. Like, when we, when we found out when we found out in 2003 or 2004 whenever it was that carbs were bad for you, Game changer, game changer for me, body wise. <laughs> I was I was operating on the fat is bad for you and just eating bread and marshmallows all day and gummy bears because they had no fat. And I I lost twenty pounds instantly once we figured out that it was carbs. 
so uh, much wasted time, so much wasted time in high school. The, the, oh, man. the sexually yeah. transmitted diseases I could have had. I know. But yeah, yeah, we definitely all still know that carbs are bad. I, I definitely am aware of that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I definitely. Oh, no, I was been saying off, it's been like off the carbs in this. this we yeah, didn't. Yeah. No, but I, we didn't know that that was the key thing that made you fat. You know, we thought right. we thought it was like we thought it was fat. Right, we thought right, it was right. fat. We thought it was like yeah, you know, like butter, and I don't know what else we thought was bad. I, I, don't know. I, I will say it makes perfect sense that there's a global pandemic and a racial injustice uprising, and this is the time when Matt, the whitest person I know, uh, is thriving. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> thriving. Everything's everything's great for Matt. Everything outside of what's going on in the real world is great for me. I'm spending a lot of time with my son, who I adore and I enjoy, uh, you know, getting a lot of runs in, you know, still yep. still have all my jobs, haven't lost any of my jobs, and they're all easier now that they're I don't have to go into an office. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize for, uh, yeah, for my privilege. Thank you. Yep. That's a step in the right Thank direction. You. You have, yeah. you've... But I recognize it. I recognize it. Hey, I'm thankful every day. Thankful That's every part day. of it. That's part, of, part it. of it. Thankful every day. Uh, yeah, yeah. Could even as, as 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 I was telling you guys before the podcast, could have been even more privileged. I was hanging with my grandma, who's old now, just letting stuff slip. Revealed to me that my great grandfather lost a twenty million dollar fortune in the nineteen forties, which is about two hundred thirty million dollars today. I could have could have been even more privileged. Could have been, I don't know. Could have had like a, a trust fund and an and opioid addiction. Uh, but uh, yeah. You could have been. You could have been oh, well. uh, owning one of these teams, uh, these could basketball teams. Team. You could have had a team. You could have a team. Could have. Could have played. Yeah. Right. Hey. 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 There may no. There may not be any owners in the future if Kyrie Ooh. has his way and they start. Uh, they start their own league. Um, so where do you? KBA. Where, the KBA. The KBA. The KBA. <laughs> right. Right. What was what was Lavar's league called? The JPL Junior Basketball League or something? Anyways. Um, uh, Don't you have you guys that tattooed start? on your arm? I'm down. I'm down. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. I got the. Yeah, I got the. Good thing I didn't get any ball-related tattoos. Lonzo-related tattoos. Think about the people who paid four hundred and ninety-five dollars for those shoes. I, oh. I <laughs> think about those people, and I kind of, I kind of wish I had them. I think those shoes will probably still be worth something. You know. You think they would have lasted? <laughs> they were probably dust. Yeah, they probably turned into dust. Um, where do you guys want to start? We have the bubble. We have so we have the details. Of, like a lot of details about the bubble have been revealed. We have concerns relating to how restricted it is. We have concerns related to health. We have concerns related to taking away from social justice. We have Kyrie uh, apparently wanting to start his own league. What you know? Where where should we? You know, where where do you guys want to jump in? Doesn't really matter to me. I'm still uh, I reeling mean, uh, from I, finding I, I lost two hundred million dollars. <laughs> So. You're ruined. Do you feel like I'm you're ruined. financially I'm, I'm ruined? Totally ruined. ruined. I'm totally ruined. I'm totally ruined. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, we should start with Kyrie, right? I mean, which aspect of Kyrie? Uh, the. I mean, should we start with the phone call? So he has the conference call where he tries to, I guess, get other players to sit out. Uh, is, is was that was that the uh, was that what was that what transpired on the uh, on the call, or was he just voicing his concerns he, about the bubble? He was voicing concerns. Um, about like his his own issues, but also apparently issues that he had heard from other players who didn't feel as comfortable voicing their concerns. So what are what what specifically are the are the issues? And and hold on, just to just to set the stage, he is uh, what the vice president, the vice president of yeah. the. So it's not just his, let's be fair to Kyrie. Right. It's, this yes. is it is his job to find out. There are nine players. vice presidents though yeah. as well. But. Yeah, but. Correct. So, but he's one of them. Yeah. yeah right. So it's not just he's just not off 
on his own doing anything. You know, this is part of his job is to is to figure this stuff out. Correct. Um, so what concerns? What, what do you what do you think the what, what, what concerns was he voicing? Was it about how restrictive it is or? Yes. OK, so it is very restrictive. So if you read through. Uh, Sham Sharania has like all the rules. I don't know if you guys saw all these rules, but the rules yes. are crazy. Yeah, shout out um, Dave Federnick for letting me have that athletic login. Yeah, it's also it was also an NBA Reddit. You don't need the uh, true. You don't need the you don't need the athletic login. You know you don't need to support the uh, you know the athletic who just laid off like who just laid off a bunch of people. Yeah, I, I, well, who saw that coming? That's why you have who's to who's support them. It's because of people yeah. like you. Uh, don't, I mean, Matt's the terrible. That a web- Matt's the one oh. who has two hundred million dollars to his name, and he's trying to fucking go on NBA Reddit. And <laughs> I, was, I was an yeah, athletic. Yeah. Subs- I told you that we went no, on this. Don't. I was an athletic subscriber, got the subscription, and was like, "This is not worth the money. Maybe they should do a better job I mean, of making it worth the money." It was so for, bad. For me, I, I I have it for two reasons. Like Lindsay Adler, who's their Yankees writer, is the best beat writer. So I'd like to support her. And Mike Vorkanov, who's their next beat writer, is also excellent. So I like right. to support the two of them. And, like, come on. It's $4 a month. Well, yeah. for me, I was not, I'm not a fan of any team. So I was like, what's, what do I care? Like, I'm not, I mean, like, we, <laughs> we charge people $4 a month for our Patreon. So we can't, yeah. like, you know, glass, right, people right. in glass houses. Right, right, right. But if somebody said, hey, it's not worth the $4, I would be like, you, sir, are a genius. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Untrue. No, I, untrue. I actually, with The Athletic, I mean, I think I like the idea of it. Like, I just, for me, I just, and maybe it's gotten better, I just didn't find the product. Like, I was annoyed by the the product. And maybe it's also, I'm also annoyed by some of the people they hired who I don't think are that talented. It's, so. it's, it's, better, it's better for local coverage. Right. It's much right. better for local I'll, coverage. I'll actually right. say when I logged on with Dave's account... Uh, I actually thought I was like, oh wow, this looks way better than it was like a year or two ago, right? And that's so yeah. yeah, yeah. I, to be fair, I was I was using it a year or two ago, so maybe it is better. Maybe we should all subscribe to support uh, sports journalism, which probably does need to be supported. And I I do think like the subscription model is kind of like the way to go. And I I have lots of things that I subscribe to, like newsletters that I subscribe to, podcasts that I'm a Patreon fan of that I that I that I enjoy supporting because I feel like I'm you know giving to the person. Yeah. So yeah, I just don't know maybe. about. The athletic. <laughs> Sorry, but what were we talking about? Oh, we're talking Kyrie. about how, we're talking about how restrictive uh, the bubble is. Yes, okay, so let's yes. take those concerns. The bubble is does seem to be restrictive. I have like the list of all the rules in front of me, and it's like just goes on and on and on. Um, but to me, it does seem necessary. Like if you're going to do this bubble thing, like it seems like you need to be, and and, and it gets less restrictive as the as the time goes on. Like more people right. are allowed to join. Um, like I can understand the concerns if I'm like, you know, a millionaire who, you know, enjoys, you know, the things that being a millionaire brings, um, being a young, a young millionaire, but, um, I don't know, like, I don't see any way around it. Like they, 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 they do need to make it pretty restrictive in order to make it, uh, safe enough. Um, but like, I don't think anybody's going to begrudge an NBA player saying like, I don't want to go. Because I I like my freedom, I think, but it, but they but they've also built that in. So it's like if you don't want to go, you don't have to go. You just don't get paid for the games. Well, I think there's some of their concerns uh, are obviously you know warranted. Like I it I'm I'm in a weird spot because on one hand, like uh, the pandemic is very very real, and you know especially in Florida, especially in Florida, and. Um, 
you know, we've already lost uh, tragically a hundred and what are we at thirteen thousand people, and doesn't yeah. seem like I that's going to more. End. Yeah, at least we're gonna. Yeah. I think one eighteen maybe. Yeah, so yeah. we're probably gonna hit two hundred thousand people, like which is an insane amount. Like, oh, I think, I, said, think gonna, by, I think we're gonna. By, blow, by, I think we're gonna blow through yeah. that. I think by by summer's end they said like yeah. two hundred thousand. Yeah. So yeah. so on one hand, like I don't want to say that it's not. Like, it is the main thing, right? Like, I don't know how else to say it. Like, obviously, you know. Um, on the other hand, I do think that, like, if they are going to go back, this is probably the best way to do it, right? Like, try to keep it as, as bubble as you can. Now, the other thing is, there is, I think people had this misconception, like, oh, it's going to be a bubble. So, therefore, you know, there's going to be, you know. 50 people there, 100 people there, and they're never going to leave, and that's it. But, like, that's not how Disney works. Like, you have to have staff. You have to have people cutting the grass, just, like, bringing food, just, like, you know, plumbers and electricity. Like, Disney is – it's like a city. Like, you just need people to do stuff. So you're going to have all these people. Plus, Disney won't be closed down. Like, there will also be people at – these resorts and and like there'll be people like actually like going on the rides and stuff like disney will be open to the public yeah but i mean they're not going to be going on the i mean the nba players aren't going to be going yeah. on the rides are they no i understand but the but it's not like the the parks are like closed down yeah exactly right, but i mean there's there, there's 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 built-in precautions with it's like basically there is a bubble and then there are people who kind of come in, in and out of the bubble like maids and chefs but they there's the way at least my reading of it is that the players don't interact with those people um, and those people get tested regularly and also have to wear, like, full protection. I, I think the, the problem is that everyone used this term bubble, and bubble has this this connotation of, like, an actual bubble where nothing could get right. in and out. It's not. It's really a large gated community. Yeah, yeah. Now, the thing with, you know, so on one hand, you're like, a gated community is probably the safest thing, right? Like, if, if, if you're looking at a pandemic, like, you'd if the option is to live in a place that has, you know, a million people walking the streets or a gated community far away, the gated community is going to be way safer for you, right? Right. But that doesn't mean it's completely 100% safe. There's no, still a, there is is a risk to it. So I think that's kind of been to me, you know, a lot of what I've seen is people saying like, "Oh, well this isn't a bubble." And it's like, "Yeah, but dude, it was never going to be a bubble bubble." You know what I mean? This isn't like yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. My reading of the players, if anything, they want it to be less restrictive. They want it to be less bubble, bubble, bubble-like. Um, yeah. Which, you know, then then you're like, basically, you're, you're balancing restrictions with health concerns. Um, yeah. But honestly, like, given the level of testing, it's like, I think it would be pretty safe. Like, if people are getting tested every day, like, that basically, you're able to identify someone with it right away and then pull them. Um, so I don't know. It seems, it seems, I mean, let me ask you guys, would you, if, if your job came to you and was like, Hey, you have to go, you have to go into a bubble like this for the fall or for the, for the summer in order to keep your paycheck. Like, would you, would you do it? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, me I too. Would, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, I, I did, I did. <laughs> well, during the That's first true. couple of weeks of this, I went to work. And yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll like I'll say like um, uh, a show that I was in the pilot for just got greenlit. Mm, congratulations. Uh, I'm a, congratulations. Well, don't congratulate me okay. yet because we'll see. I, I'm, you know, possible recurring. So we'll, we'll see if like my character sticks around. But, you know, there's a good chance that that 
uh, you know, we'll start shooting in the next couple months and obviously the pandemic will not be over and, um, you know, we'll see what those restrictions look like for cast and crew for, for shoots. So you um, may actually be going into the bubble. I may, I may actually be putting some semblance of a quarantine, whether they put people up in a hotel or, you know, what that looks like, especially for recurring people, like who are working multiple days on something, um, Mm -hmm. You know, they is may it, they're going to be like, is it worth the expense people? putting Feudy in the hotel, <laughs> testing him? I mean, nah, this, that's, this character ain't recurring. Nah. <laughs> that's the problem. But you know, I'm like, I'm I'm in a place like if we're if we're drawing parallels to the NBA, like I'm in a place that, um, you know, one of the players on the, like the lower end of the totem pole would be on who is like probably like I you know I, I can't speak for everybody obviously, but most most players who need that paycheck, you know, yeah. right. We we won't know like how safe this process is until they start actually doing it, and that's the scary part for people, you know. Yeah, and I think the the other thing that we have to remember too, and this is like, you know, where it gets a little tricky too, is I think that I would almost bet on that someone will test positive. Oh, for sure, right? absolutely, for sure. yes, right. Yeah, sure. Like, Given the asymptomatic nature of this, apparently people are testing positive. All the, like when they, whenever, whenever they do like a mass testing of a place, positives always pop up. Yes. because it's like, you know, it's it's just super asymptomatic. It's yeah. like my uh, my sister's. They tested my sister's hospital. Apparently, everybody at my sister's hospital, and there was like crazy amount of p- positives. You know, yeah. and that's what we're. Well, and, that's and we're seeing, also hospital. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean <laughs> it is a place where you'd expect it, but. I was at the uh, yeah. Corona factory, and weirdly enough, <laughs> I, was at, I was at the I was at the, vi- the Chinese lab where they made the virus. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, it was open mouth kissing night, and uh, weirdly <laughs> right. enough, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think I think that's the thing. I mean, look, you're seeing that on Twitter a lot, right? You're seeing a lot of like cases have gone up, but people aren't i think necessarily reading all the underlying info behind it and what that definitely means you know what i mean again we're still at yeah. relatively the same kind of spot we were before where just because you test positive you know anywhere from 50 to 80% could show no symptoms you know depending yeah. on what data you're looking at so if you say like well yeah well florida just got 800 cases okay well if 700 of them is means no, absolutely nothing they can't even tell you know, they had it. And then what percentage of that are in the older group or with pre-existing conditions? You know, so just like we've seen it, like Rudy Gobert, um, Donovan Mitchell, they had it. And literally they said it was nothing, you know. Well, Gobert had, Gobert had symptoms. But oh, like, Gobert yeah, had symptoms. Like, um, okay. like Donovan Mitchell, I, I think he just had the whole virus and never showed any symptoms. So. And I think Christian who, Wood and Durant, similar Yeah, things. Christian Wood. Christian yeah, Wood, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I yeah. think, like... Again, it is a risk. I do think the risk of the players, assuming they don't have any, you know, uh, autoimmune efficiency that we don't know about or something like asthma, right? Because I, yeah. I think certain players do. It's still v- relatively safe. Oh, in, yeah, yeah. In, I mean, com- considering what other people have to do, like, you know, right. going to the grocery store or working at a gas. There's, you know, I would say that the NBA and what they're doing is way safer than most any other place right i mean i would rather i would rather go into this bubble than go to the grocery store personally so yeah uh i think it's safer um but i I do 
I, I was just going to say, but, like, but you, hey, hey, but I'm not, I'm not an epidemiologist. I don't do a daily podcast on the coronavirus, oh, so it's not like a, it's not like I know <laughs> everything about the coronavirus. I'm more just thinking about the bubble uh, in, in uh, terms could, of. Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh! Uh, uh, can I, can, can I please be in the bubble? Oh, yeah, can I? Please? I would love to if they, hey, if the NBA is offering, I'll go to the bubble. I'll, 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 I'll hang out if if they're, if they're if they're paying for it. I'm, I'm down. Anything, anything to get away from my family. So, (laughs) but I do think here's the one thing that I actually haven't seen talked about a lot, and maybe that's just me. But I mean, the game of basketball is 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 like of course, of course. If you are yelling, you are literally leaning on people, sweating. You are just breathing on each other. Like it is. If what if one player has it, yeah, the whole it's going to get spread to the rest of the team and the other team. Yeah, that's. I mean, but that's why they're. I I'm, I think they're getting tested daily. They so are getting tested like, daily. But, I mean, yeah. that wasn't really the case of uh, the Utah Jazz or Detroit, right? Those guys play – like, Christian Woods played a bunch of games, and it doesn't seem like other people got it. Right, right, right. But yeah, it we, is I don't way think we ever was released how many of the NBA yeah. players had it. Uh, but I would say it's but, definitely – playing a game yeah, of not, basketball it, is going to yeah. be – you're more likely to get that than just handing your cashier your yeah, credit card no, no, and taking no, no, your groceries true, going true, home. True, true, but, true, true, true. Yeah. You know, but my cashier is not getting tested every day, so that's true. That's, yeah, that's also that's also a difference. Yeah. So, and also, everyone everyone in the grocery store isn't getting tested every day. Can, yeah, can I can I bring up something? Do you think obviously a, a, a huge chunk of the concerns also um, correlate with the protesting that's happening and um, you know uh, the the police brutality issues that are bubbling over, but. Once upon a time, the players like voted in favor of proceeding, and then we've seen all the headlines the last like couple weeks about the Major League Baseball players telling the owners to fuck off. Do you think that that also has something to do with some of the NBA players being like, we have we have more power in our hands than than MLB players do? Well, I don't. Well, first of all, I don't know anything about baseball, so I have no idea what's going on with baseball. Uh, well, basically, the, well, it's way more fucked up. Like the like, ba- crazy. The, the, base, the baseball owners are trying, without turning this into a baseball podcast, the baseball owners are trying to uh, pay the players way less money to come back. <laughs> I see. Like, I see. like I mean, I 70% think, percent I, of their salary. I, right. I, I, I think. And that, and, that, and that was like, and that was more, that was after the players saying fuck off, like yeah. being offered even less money than that. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, I think I think what's going on with the NBA players, they had a vote. Um, basically, the NBA was like, look, if we need to come back, this is when it needs to happen. All right. And there the details of the plan were not released. But the players, I think it was the union reps for each team had a vote. And we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah we're, we're we're down. And like LeBron and the other superstars basically had that had that call where they said we're down. And I think what happened was kind of like how restrictive the bubble how it started to leak how restrictive the bubble was going to be. And some players had a concern about that. Like, whoa, hold on a second. Like, it's going to be hard for me. You know, I'm not going to be able to see anybody. I'm not going to see my family. I'm not going to have to see, be able to be there when my kid is born. I'm not, they're not going to be able to be next to me. I'm not going to be able to do, you know, regular interactions. Um, so that was one concern. And then the protest started. And then it's like, hold on a second in this, in this critical historical moment, is it the right thing for us to, you know, kind of go and 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 play this basketball. And so, so I think those. I think the, I, I don't look. I don't know. I, don't, I haven't talked to players, but I think those. Basically, those two things are going on. Like those two things are coming up, where it's like, hold on a second, let's take a step back. Are we really down to be this this restricted? And hold on, is it okay for us to play basketball? 
you know, at this moment. And so I think those are the those are the discussions being had behind closed doors. Um, and I think those are both totally fair, totally fair concerns to be had and discussions to to be had um, at the moment. And I think, you know, it's like and I think it's gonna ultimately I think it's going to come down to each player. Each player has to make a decision. You know, do I you know, if I want to, you know, if I want to go and join the protest movement, um, you know, and, and, and forego the salary. I mean, you're foregoing the salary either way. Like you're right. if you're if you're if you're not there um, and they do it like you're going to lose the, the game checks. Um, this, uh, if if, you, this, if enough this, players this decide is, to to not do it, that's not going to happen, and they're going to lose probably even more money. Um, I mean, I, I I do not see enough players going going against it to to avoid. Like I I, I really like I think it's going to happen. Like the the season's going to the rest of the season's going to happen. Yeah, I I, um, I I would agree. Um, and I think, but and, and, and I, think I, I, I think it's I think it's a shitty place to be for players now being given that ultimatum <laughs> what do you mean you know I mean, there's no, but, there, but there's you, no other there's no other way to do, do it de- i know but if you do decide to play like a part of you now like has to feel like do i not care about these social issues because i decided to take this paycheck i don't think i that's decided fair. to play I, I don't think that's fair i think it's like if you if you fundamentally care about social issues there are there are lots of things you can do besides going to protest um and also there's the platform afforded to you at at this bubble, there's going to be behind the scenes footage. There's going to be footage of the games. There's going to be post game oh, footage agree. of the games. Like I agree, you can, but, you, you, there's but, also you, and furthermore, you have a lot of money. Like if you want to make a difference in people's lives, like go for it. You know, you can. I mean, if you want to close the wealth gap between black and white families, you could you could set up you could set up a bank that loans does does mortgages to to, to black families. You can set up a fund that funds black entrepreneurs. You can Look, you can you invest. Don't, you in, don't have uh, to. Uh, school. You don't have to convince me of that. I'm saying oh, okay. like Kyrie has kind of laid it out here where it's like who like he's kind of drawn a line. You know. What do you mean? Between like playing and not playing, you know, like like doesn't it feel like he he's kind of sent the message out like. If you really care about these issues, we shouldn't be having a season, the rest of the season, right? Like, isn't that kind of the point he's making? Yeah, it's a distraction. It's a distraction from what's happening. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and I think, but I, and I think that's a discussion that that each that the players can have, and I think that's a, that's a, that's, I think that each player can make that decision. Is you know, is it a, is it can I do more good by playing or can I do more good by not playing? I guess what, what you're saying is like they need to be together, um, and 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 not play. To, to make the biggest statement. Well, I, um, I, yeah, go ahead. I, just to, you know, with Kyrie, honestly, like, I think his, his heart is in the right place. Right. For sure. Absolutely. I think, I, th- I mean, we think, we, we think, we think, we think. And, and I would trust yeah. him to, to, I think, you know, he's not doing this because he thinks he'll secretly make more money if he doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, I don't think it's nefarious. I, you know, and I think it's fair to yeah. have, if honestly, if he was like, yo, I'm just not doing this. I don't think this is right. I'm going to, I'm going to stay out of it. I would not criticize someone at all for that. I, I wouldn't criticize anyone for not going back to playing, whether it's a health reason or if it's, they just want to do anything else. Like that is your yeah. choice. This is a free country. You are, you can yeah, free labor. You, you can, yeah, you yeah. can choose not to go to you work. Can, you can fine. just do what you want. Um, but I also see the other side and hearing other voices and there's been a lot of other voices. I just don't know if they're as big as Kyrie's or, you know, call it controversial or whatever. Like Kyrie, when he says something, everyone wants to, uh, to hear yeah, what he Ed, said. Ed Davis doesn't carry exactly, the same right. weight Davis doesn't. when he speaks. But I think there's right. been a lot of people who say like, hey, 
uh, I'm stronger when I have my platform. And my platform is the NBA. And if you can get me on TV and you can get me there and people can watch over me, you know, and people can watch me, then I will have a big, bigger platform for social issues than not. Um, yeah. But I also especially th- this of, this of all leagues of all leagues. I yeah. Mean, so I see yeah. both. I mean, I, I would tend to be on that side. I think, you know, bringing the league back, I think. I mean, it's way easier for me to say as uh, a non-African-American person uh, who just enjoys the game of basketball. You know, it's not really my life and my decision and, and that. So I think it's easier to Absolutely. say. Um, but I think right. that's kind of the side that I'd probably lean towards. And mostly because the truth is, if it's not the NBA being the distraction, it's going to be something else. You know, like yeah. we're talking I mean, like I, I, once yes. football what, what, preseason what, starts. Yeah, yeah. You, what I don't understand. What I, you yeah, know, like people are going to start not talking about the protest because something right. will be in place. So is the question if you know, you know, and you're not going to get every single athlete to go on this strike. Uh, yeah. But I do think the strength comes from at least threatening not to play. Because when you when you have this thing and you can get people to tweet out and have Woj and Shams report like, hey, there's a lot of us that are thinking we're not going to do this because of social issues. Well, then that now forces the NBA to really look into that and really make some changes. And you've seen the NBA post about some of the stuff they're going to do and try to hope to do. And I don't think you can do that if, you know, when the when the owners bring, you know, it's a negotiation. If they say, hey, we're going to this bubble and this is going to happen. Everyone goes, all right, let's do it. Bet. You know what I mean? You're not going to get the stuff that you want. So you have to kind of threaten that. And I think that is some of what's going on. Yeah, could be. Uh, I mean, yeah, but each individual has to make the decision. I mean, you even think about this in your own life where it's like you could you could theoretically go work for a nonprofit or or, you know, volunteer um, for like Teach for America or something like that. Or you can also say, all right, is there another way for me to do the most good? And maybe that way is to earn a lot of money and then donate some. You know, so there, there are people that have kind of made that decision where they say, I'm going to go work for Google, but I'm going to donate my money, you know, because I think that's like the most effective way uh, for me to to me to make change. Yeah, absolutely. Or, you know, there are other or, or you know, you can be like, well, you know, I, I um, you know, like me, it's like I can't make a lot of money because, you know, I'm not good at that. And uh, I'm also, you know, not good at teaching. So there's nothing for me to do really. Yeah. Besides, and you had an uh, opportunity to inherit $200 million and that just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that didn't just, work. Just cry. Just. So really? Yeah. 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 Well, hopefully whoever the, the the lady that stole it, hopefully she donated it. Who knows? Um, Is she married? Should we find out? I should find oh, out who, I, who the descendants of the people that stole my great grandfather's millions are and, ah, you know, yeah. go, go rough them up. Go, oh, I was gonna go say, shake uh, them down. Matt, with your with your new yeah, hair, maybe you can steal Benson them back. Yeah, 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 yeah. marry and steal it back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a great movie. Go to the, go to my great grandfather's grave. Great grandpa, look what I did for you. Um, sorry, I just forgot what we were talking it, about. Just make it rain on his grave. <laughs> yeah, something that was invented <laughs> over the past fifty years called making it rain. Perhaps the greatest American invention of the twenty-first century. Speaking of making it rain, Bet Online, our sponsor, BetOnline.ag. Sports are coming back. Casino games, poker tournaments, prop bets. Bet Online has it all. Visit BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code BlueWire for a free welcome bonus. That's one word, Blue Wire. Bet online, your online wagering experts. Make it rain on your grandfather's grave. You know, come on. Get in the spirit. 
betonline.ag. Yeah, so I mean, I guess, I guess what we're saying is like, yeah, it's up, up to the individual players. Uh, I, we think, I, I think most, we'll find out next week. June twenty fourth is when they have to let the let the teams know if if they're coming. So we will find out how you know how big oh, this we, bubble is going to be. We also didn't mention the snitch line. I wanted to talk. Oh, about I, I saw that. that. I saw that. There is a snitch line. <laughs> Chris Paul going to be calling that nonstop. <laughs> D'Angelo Russell so upset the T-Wolves aren't oh, in the uh, playoffs. Yeah. Oh, For those who yeah. don't know, this, there's a snitch line. So if someone is, is playing doubles ping pong or uh, yeah, licking could, their hands, yeah. uh, they're right. hitting the strip club. Hitting the strip club. Yeah, you can get called in. I'm excited. Yeah, anonymous hotline to report potential violations of protocols in, in Orlando. By the way... All these scoops are going to Sharanya. Like I know. Like what? Woj, Woj, what happened? What happened, dude? I Woj made. It seems like Woj is getting punished for like being kind of a dick. I Dang. mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, what's funny is uh, I, I actually have it written down for my shoutouts and beasts. But as much as I hate, like when Twitter like pits Shams and uh, uh, Woj against each other. Cause, Cause I've talked to Shams and he's like, yeah, he's like, he's my mentor and like, we're cool. Like, it's not even like, you know, a thing. It's probably a competition, a friendly competition, whatever. But whenever like he tweets before Woj and the, like oh, the people, people that Woj are just like, shit. Woj is on his deathbed or, or Woj is down 40 with 30 seconds to go and all, all this stuff. Yeah. I, I, I have to admit, I find that just so funny. It's like the funniest thing oh, to me great. that they pin like two people these two guys again no I, I think it's hilarious yeah so it's really um funny. all right what do you guys is there any i feel i feel like we, i've almost want to devote an entire podcast to the players forming their own league let's just do like it. talking talk about, about that it. uh I, I i'm saying we should do that at a future date oh. or we could talk about it now but i mean just because i do find it interesting like if you think about the nba it's like the players on the surface you would think that the players create the value so therefore there would be a place for their own league um but I just wonder how it would work. And I, and I also think a lot of the value is created by the legacy brands where it's like people are a fan of the Lakers. Yeah. You know, Dave's a fan of the Knicks. Like Dave, you know, Dave twists himself into a knot each year to like love whatever player is on the Knicks. Like, so yeah, it's like it's, I, it's I, called being a fan. Of a I know. Fan. I know. And so it's like <laughs> like a lot of the value is actually in just in the meaning that fans imbue the team the team and the team logos with so it's not all created yeah. by the players right. and but when you think about it too it's like then if you think about it, the league since since they have a monopoly i mean they're essentially they have mono- they the government has granted them an antitrust like monopoly on um, basketball the league is more like a public good like that these teams are more like public goods for the cities they operate in then they should technically be owned by the government. Like it's then, then it's like you, you, these, these really should be owned by uh, by the cities that they operate they, in. They buy the state. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! I I thought you were a libertarian, bro. I am. I, well, I am. But the, here's the but the if if you don't have market competition, well, then all, everything's out the window. And we don't have market competition in terms of basketball. It's like they've granted these owners a massive uh, a subsidy in the form of protecting them from competition. Um, and you kind of see that where. Um, 
you know, it's like some of these teams are just allowed to be poorly run, <clears throat> Knicks, because they have this, they have a monopoly on the uh, on the New York market. And when you have a monopoly, well, then you ha- there are s- specific ways that monopolies need to be dealt with. They could be broken up, or they should just be government owned, or they should be heavily heavily regulated in terms of price, the pr- the prices they can charge, um, because essentially you don't have the market forces at work. So, I mean, I think there's actually the most compelling argument that the teams should be owned by the by the cities um, and kind of operated for the public benefit because they are a, they are essentially a public good. So well, that's how um, they pitch it to them when, uh, you know, they want a new stadium. They say like, oh, we're going right. to bring all right. these jobs and all this stuff. That's all. It's all bullshit. And it's it right. goes, I have I am worth 30 billion dollars, but I can't afford 300 million. Uh, so the you, all you bus drivers need to pay for it. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah, no, it, it's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. It's billionaire yeah, well, welfare. They hold the, they hold the yeah, they hold the they hold the city's hostage. And the reason they can hold the city's hostage is because they can say, "We will move the team to this other city that wants us." If you had competition, that city would have a team already and you couldn't move yeah. them there. So, that's what I'm saying. It's like we've artificially fixed the supply of this good at 30 teams. You know, we don't have there's not and there's not another competing basketball league either Do you, for okay, let, for their let, for their attention. Let's say the players are like screw this, we're out. Right? We're not doing this. We're going to form our own league or we're, we're just out. Okay. They rip up the CBA, right? That yeah. that's what everyone is saying can happen, right? If they don't play that you know they can rip up the cba Mm -hmm. due to force majeure uh so then in theory the players would be free agents to do what they want right yeah could you start let's say an eight eight team league yeah they could they could no i'm saying but do do you think there's any like if if all the players were like listen all you billionaires that have been trying to buy teams lately now's your chance Let's start a new league, eight teams. We're going to Seattle. We're going to the places that these other teams aren't in. Who's with us? You would th- yeah. you would think there would be enough capital out there for that. Well, they. I mean, the players could do it themselves. I mean, I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what what basketball startup co- costs. Oh. I mean, I guess you need to rent the arenas. I bet it's. I bet it's in the billions. Yeah, yeah. You, you I don't think. I don't. Re- I do think that. I don't think the players have the money. Yeah. Well, you could get investors. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, you could you could start it. My 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 thinking is like, I mean, it would I, it's just it would just be difficult to get that initial fan base because because a lot of you know a lot of the NBA fan base is based around like teams, um, you know, and growing up rooting for for a specific team. But I, I I mean I do think they could do that, and I don't I don't I don't I don't think they should be barred from doing that if they if they wanted if they if they wanted to. Um, yeah. Just, and then John's I'm, John's employer would be like, oh, "Hey, we'll we'll carry these games, baby. <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll carry them. Like, we'll yeah. carry them. That's we, the thing. We, yeah, we'll, we got we got we got rights to TV rights to the KBA. Yeah. But I do, but I do, I almost, I I think people underrate the the value of those legacy brands because I think the NBA viewership has been down. Like the NBA viewership was plummeting before the pandemic, and I think part of it was the uh the movement of players like there's so much movement of players now it's just hard to get attached to a a a specific team um 
And so, I mean, I, I don't know, I don't know what the solution is. I'm not really say, saying there's a solution. I'm just saying like that is that is a problem, and like any any new league would also have that problem where it's like forming those attachments to a specific team, which ultimately I think is what drives sports fandom. Obviously, I don't know because I'm not a fan of a, of a specific team. <laughs> but I will talk but, like but I, assume, I have authority I assume, on it. I assume you peasants out there who are mind washed into uh, to rooting for a laundry. That's how that's how it works for you. I don't know. I mean, look, I'm, I'm saying that because I think in theory it could happen i don't think it would actually work because yeah, I, we've I think seen, ultimately what yeah we've yeah, seen what, other what it comes down try. to is yeah it's like there's just more money to be made yeah for the players and the owners if they just act in solidarity yeah. and maintain the money so it's like you could start this only you could get this money but the owners would just be like look you get paid this much with this new scenario you probably wouldn't get paid that much yeah. so let's just let's just work that out and ultimately i think that's what's going on here it's like look you know, this is like a crazy plan, this bubble. But like, if we don't do this, we're going to lose all this money. We're going to probably also lose fans like going forward, like the long term health of the league will be in danger. So let's all just come to an agreement to, you know, let's let's do this thing. No one likes it. But hey, it's, you know, we're, we're dealing with a pandemic here. So, you know, let's get it done. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It would. It would. Uh, yeah, I don't think it could happen. I think also the problem is like you, you would have to have so much unity from the players that left like lebron Giannis, Kawhi, all uh, you know every single player would have to agree on how this thing would work and that's very difficult to have that many powerful men yeah. try to oh, all agree and 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 you know do their thing so i mean obviously we've seen other leagues start and they have they have issues you know you have the uh the ice cubes league big which i three. forget what it's called big three <laughs> big three <laughs> big three but they the had to ice fi- cubes league <laughs> they had to Come fire on. they had to fire the guy in charge yeah. because he was like embezzling money oh yeah right. um so growing pains there also it was like the product was not great like i mean the product had problems we went we went to it it, it was you know it wasn't it wasn't all the way there um, I think they're. I think they're still playing. We we left early. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we might have left early. It's like, like seventeen games. Obviously, whatever's happening with the JBL, the uh, the Lavar's league. Uh, I don't know what what happened there, but it went under. Um, the XFL, so yeah, it's not AFL. But also, yeah, also these not, weren't the the primo stars. That would be the right. difference. You know, right? You're, you right, know, right? Yeah, right. no one's. I mean, obviously, your closest analog is the ABA, which ultimately right. was successful. Successful, successful enough. It. Yeah. Yeah, that they had to buy it, yeah. you know. So that 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 did work, um, and uh, you know, also that's like the history of the NFL. Is there was two different leagues that were competing, so it's possible. I don't think we're going to see it. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think what uh, they could do is like pay per view games. Like, okay, here's what we're going to do: the league disbanded us, but you know, basically the NBA All Star Game, we're going to put up a million dollars. Winner, you know, we've raised twenty million dollars. The winning team gets ten million dollars. And on pay per view, we're gonna we're gonna play. You know what I mean? That would be yeah. the the thing to do. Um, well, all right. Should we do get at me, dog? I think we've covered yeah almost everything. Well, yeah, so, so where, where are you guys at an excitement level of basketball coming back? Um, dude, to be honest, like I just don't care. Like it's like it's like I I, I meant to kind of preface my comments about the bubble with by saying it's like really doesn't matter to me like <laughs> like um you know i've been i've been fine uh, we've been fine without you know without basketball going on like i've found other things to occupy my time i i would love it i would love it to come back uh you know i would i would be excited to see it i would i'm i'm almost more excited to see 
how the broadcasting of it is is handled, like how they deal with the, the games and also showing yes. us behind the scenes. Um, yep. But, you know, it, it honestly doesn't matter to me if they don't come back. Like, that's that's understandable. I'll be fine if they do come back. I'll, I'll be right there watching all the games. I don't know. What do you, what do you, where, where are you at? I will, honestly, during the pandemic, uh, early on, I really wasn't missing basketball too much. Like, I was kind of like trying to enjoy what this was, you know, like isolation and, and being on your own and not having to spend every night occupied in front of a TV and trying to keep up. Um, but I would say recently, in the last couple of weeks, I've kind of been excited. I kind of want to see some sports. Um, even Premier League started yeah. today and. You know, there's no mm-hmm. fans in the crowd, but you really can't tell. And they're playing they're playing some crowd noise during it. And it's kind of... I mean, how, soccer's a little same. different because how the envi- players how, aren't... How, how envious are you of, like, New Zealand rugby? <laughs> right. <laughs> they just... They have, like, how envious are you of like, New Zealand in general? <laughs> New Zealand yeah, and Australia I mean, really beat yeah. the disease. It's like we went in we right. went in quarantine for however long and did not beat the disease at all. Like like I don't know how it spread in the US still, but it clearly spread and like we did not really even make a dent. Oh. We I guess we I guess the surge came down in New York, but like in California aren't just numbers just stayed steady the whole time. Oh, so they haven't so. figured out how to put yeah. uh, disinfectant inside your lungs yet? <laughs> oh, have, okay. Okay. Yet. As soon as Hey, the va- hey, hey, I've been fo- the, the vaccine is is ahead of has schedule though, so we might get the vaccine. So. How is it ahead of schedule? What's that? But, but it, it oh, cures that steroid. It cures steroid? COVID. <laughs> what, no, no. I mean, like they 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 said it would take a year minimum for a vaccine to be ready. It looks like it's going to be right. ready ahead of, uh, before that. So we'll see. We will see. We'll see. Yeah, we, we will see. see. Uh, what I, I was the NBA is very lucky in, in terms of the number of teams that could win the title. Like, because the thing is, if you're a team that can't win the title, you got no incentive to go. You have no incentive to go into the bubble. No incentive to try. Like, you're you just want to get out of there as soon as possible. Yeah. Basically, you want to you want to turn an ankle. But I mean, I think realistically, there's about nine teams that can that could talk themselves into having a shot. So yeah, it's like they they're kind of like if you know if this had happened two years ago with the Warriors looming, it's like all every team would just be like, oh nah. yeah. We all, we all, we all have, t- we all have bad knees. We're all getting well, this elective that, surgery. Nah, nah, not my LeBron, well, that's, baby. That's, not my LeBron. But isn't that like that's what makes like Dwight's stance interesting? Because like he hasn't won a ring, and he is primed in a very good position to win one. Um, and you know, I, I, I find his stance really interesting because of that. Yeah, I think he's just more like let's think about this. Let's take a let's take a pause. Yeah, um, I think sure. he he later clarified his comments to, to be basically like, and I think he is going to play. I think he said he's probably going to play. Yes. So and yes. also though, like I think Le- I think LeBron gave him a call and was like, "Yo, man, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah." I was going <laughs> to yeah, say, I think, yeah. And which, the Pat Beverly tweet was incredible. Pat Beverly was like, "Yeah, y'all, 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 like." I forget what it was, but he's like, if LeBron says we're playing, we're playing. And then people took it as support for going into the bubble. It's like, that's not what he's saying yeah. at all. He's just saying, like, LeBron runs this league and LeBron wants to play. Yeah. And so we right. are we are I, playing. I, I will so. say, I think it the, like, finishing the regular season in the 22 games, or the 22 teams, is probably too much. It is too much, but if you, yeah. if you it, it's $650 million. The reason we're, they're doing that is... Is so they can play pay the players six hundred fifty million dollars. No, otherwise it's just six hundred fifty million dollars that they lose. I know. So, but uh, but that's, but that's 
that is strictly a hundred percent like we are taking money over the safety of players. That's, but yeah, but I, 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 people 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 have been saying that, and I just don't think that's a fair way to paint the situation. People every day people make decisions for what they want to do with their time over safety. Every time you drive a car, what you are saying is the activity that I'm going to do is more valuable to me than the cost of the potential fatal car accident or, or damaging car accident. People make that decision all the time in their life. It's, I think it's, a, uh, it's, it's, um, it's, it's kind of, uh, I don't know, it's, it's too crude or too, too, simple, too simplistic just to say it's money over health. It's like, you know, this is their activity. This is their livelihood. Yeah. And it's like they're choosing to do it. Um, they're choosing to, to, to take that risk in order to, to do what they, they love to do and to do what they're highly skilled at. But um, I'm also saying and, that they have the choice to say, hey, this isn't the best thing. Like, right. hey, you know but what? We'll every, finish this, but like, let's let's get rid of these teams that have zero chance of, yeah, of making but I mean, it. Or if you're on one of those teams and saying, hey, you know what? The risk to my family and all this to enter this bubble for three months is not worth it because I have no chance of actually make winning the playoffs. Right. And, but there are players that will sit out. They'll say the money that I'm going to make is not worth that. But I think most people would choose most people would choose to go into it and choose to make their money. I mean, I know tons of people who had to make, you know, decisions during this pan- pandemic for way less sums of money. And they were saying, yes, you know, part of it is the money, but part of it is just like, hey, you know, it's like, this is what I want to do. This is, you know, I, I'm willing to do this, you know. Um, also, and that's just the way it it's works. It's your strength in the negotiation. What do you Some mean? of your friends might not have the power to say, no, we're not doing this. No, I mean, like, the, you know, like I, mean, I have the, the, I have coworkers one, that have the power to be like, you know what, we're taking we're not going in the office. This is what we decided right. because I care about the safety of people. Yeah, well, the thing the things I'm talking about are, are actually pretty strictly voluntary. You know, it's like going going across town to record VO for a show or, you know, my brother choosing to operate his coffee shop or not choosing to operate his coffee shop. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I, I would say that I think like, you know. I get it. Like, look, again, like you said, there's a lot of money at stake here, and that's really up to the players. But I do think that's a legitimate criticism of this whole thing is like, hey, there's a way to make this safer. It's just going to cost us a lot of money. What do you, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. But I, I, I do think that people are unfairly painting it as, as, if, as if people don't choose you know, money or activity over their health every single day. I mean, it's like people make that choice every single day when they, when they do anything. So yeah, but that's that's think, a given in life, right? Like to just right, be but like, people hey, don't say that. People, people, people just act all smart. You know, this is just about money, right? You know, it's just all about money. It's like, well, everything. I mean, every every choice you make, you're doing a trade off. Every every single activity you take, you're doing a trade off between the the costs and the benefits. Yeah. All right, yeah. you want to do get at me, dog? Let's do it. Get at me, dog. This is where we tweet at NBA players score points. Um, if they respond this week, Gary Trent Jr. Um, tough one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's a tough one. Well, I was I also tough for me since I'm not on Twitter. Ah, so <laughs> I'm not or I'm off Twitter this month. So I had to log log under. I had to log in under um, my secret account. Okay. Um. All right. Hold on a second. I had to get to my get to my tweet to find my secret account. So I said to him, he's a blazer. I said, and also it came out it came out that if that the NBA players will have access to um to Mar- uh, to Marvel movies ahead of yes. time in the bubble, so they'll be able to watch uh, Black Widow. So I tweeted at him, Gary Trent Jr., if you go into the bubble, please live tweet Black Widow for us all. Okay. That was 
That was okay. my tweet to him. Kind of a last second tweet. Yep. Sure. Uh, I, mine is a uh, visual. I said, decided to make a little logo for one of my favorite young players, G Trent Jr. Hashtag rip city, hashtag respect. And I will say I made a very cool little logo. Like, so I, I took a picture of him like stealing the ball and, uh, made a little logo in the corner. And, uh, <laughs> I will say it looks kind of, looks kind of cool. Was it tight? It looks kind of cool. It was pretty tight. All right. It was, uh, pretty tight. All right. So um, I totally tweeted right before uh, we recorded, uh, along with Matt. Sorry to snitch on you. First snitch. First snitch. Uh, Classic. And I looked at his tweets, and uh, they were very, very (laughs) serious about uh, the problems of this world. So I didn't – it was kind of a a tough one to tweet at. So I just uh, searched the gifts for Gary, and there was a lady from some TV show waving that said, Hi, Gary. And uh, I tweeted that at him. All right. A little safe. I didn't want to. Okay. Didn't want to. All right. Good. Anybody? Anybody get a response? No. Nope. No. Not for me. No. John, uh, he Dave, has Dave not. Uh, he has not tweeted since yesterday, like yeah, earlier right. in the day. So that was, that was a tough one. That I'm was sure he'll respond to John tomorrow and make us all yeah, look terrible. That was, that was a yep. tough one. Yep. Tough one, Lash. Tough, tough one, one, Lash. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna be a- shout outs and beefs. Shout outs and beefs. Beefs. Shout out to Karam. Shout out to Karam Butler, who was on Low Post last week. Um, if you haven't listened to that episode, it's really fucking good. Oh yeah, um, I saw you tweeting about it. He's just talking, to, you know. Obviously, touches uh, upon like his um, his career and you know his like his time with like the eleven Mavs and uh, stuff you expect on an NBA podcast. But he he talks about his um, his childhood some, which is really interesting. Um, like growing up in Racine, Wisconsin. And like a run-in with the ATF that he had when he was like a high school basketball star, and then also like all of the like um, really incredible work that he's doing um, with prison reform. And it was—it's just refreshing to hear somebody, you know, who is using their celebrity to actually work hard to solve issues or, or, or move closer to solving uh, racial injustice, as opposed to just kind of like showing up to events and like being seen and then you know leaving so um i i if you haven't listened to it and i i assume most of you have because it's the fucking low post but very 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 good episode and and low is like i mean i i feel like last few weeks he's handled himself like really well like he's he's broached the subject as you should as opposed to other very famous podcast hosts (laughs) which we don't have to name Damn, shots uh, at then, us. Uh, All right, Dave. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we've done a piss poor job. Piss poor job. But uh <laughs> no, nah, and uh Karan Butler the goat. Karan Butler the goat. Yeah, Karan. Um a shout out to uh well, I don't know if it's a shout out or beef. I don't know. I, it's, just, <laughs> it's just something I, I I saw that I found interesting. It's like you know the stock market is like it's like doing well. And like, crazy. no one's <laughs> right. really sure. No one's really sure why it's doing well. And so I saw a very interesting theory, and I forget where I saw it. Probably on an econ blog that I read. That the reason it's doing well is basically because of sports gambling, and ah, yes. that all the people who were sports gambling said, "All right, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna take a step back from sports gambling, and I'm gonna and invest in the stocks. stock market. I, I'm gonna ah. do like the Robinhood app." And so it's like, and so when those people come in. 
it's not like they're going to be short sellers or something. They're going to be buying stocks. And so it's like this influx of, you know, casual thousand dollar, a couple thousand dollar, uh, you know, like, low, you know, uh, investors is what's causing the market uh, to be propped up or going up. So I thought that was an interesting, uh, interesting theory. Um, well, and uh, it's like the, um, <clears throat> you know, Hertz uh, car rental went bankrupt. Right. And of course, all the real investors, you know, smart people are like, OK, well, there goes my money. Let's let's dump this stock. Well, they people have pumped money into it thinking that they're in a buy low market <clears throat> not realizing <laughs> they won't make any dividends on this thing you know right. they're just trying to it's a it's a it's a what, what do they call it uh, a pump and dump you know you, you you hit it with a lot of money hopefully it goes up get a bunch of suckers to join you and then you sell while you're up top to the point yeah. that yeah. hertz was allowed to they let hertz sell it was like a billion extra a billion dollars worth of extra stock like basically are allowed to be like the government was like, yo, we know this is worth nothing, but continue to sell to these idiots because this is a good way <laughs> to get out, <laughs> to, to save well, yourself like, because, yes, we will allow these yeah. idiots to buy your stock that we know is not worth anything. Yeah, the um, buy low, buy low, sell high. Yeah, that works. Uh, but your your uh, your company needs to survive. It's like all people are always like, man, if you would have invested in the Great Depression, like you'd be, you know, whatever, yeah. you know, 200 millionaire by now. But the thing is, people always forget is like you would have had to invest it in companies that survived the Great Depression. Yeah, exactly. Like if, if, right, they right, right. if they didn't survive, you lost yeah. all your money. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's also, funny. Anyways, also people are like, you know, oh God, people are so dumb. Like I, I it's like. One, the stock market is not the economy. That's not how this works. You know what I mean? The the stock market is yes. is basically gambling. It's investment gambling. And two, like I've read so much of like, oh, the stock market went up thirty, you know, ten thousand points or five thousand, and it's like, oh, look, like, or I've read a lot of like, look at all these billionaires. Last week they made all this money during the. Oh, that is the worst. Like, that is Guys. the worst. I hate it. When, I hate it with the headlines where they, the headlines say these billionaires made all this money last month, and it was like, let's conveniently forget all the money they lost the month yeah. before when the stock market <laughs> tanked. It's like you could choose your endpoints to make your billionaires exactly. look like. It's just like all you're saying is these people have lots of their wealth in stocks. Yeah. It's like yes, okay, and the market fluctuates. I know. We get it. And no one reads the articles, and it's like, oh yeah, these guys lost. It's so oh, annoying. Yeah, you lost forty billion. Uh, three months ago, but you've made, but you, you made yes, back so you up ten. Thirty billion. So, so let's ignore the fact <laughs> yeah. you're still negative thirty billion dollars. Oh, I you know. know, I know. It drives me crazy. Those I see those headlines All every single month. There's a new headline about what billionaires, how much money they made, and it's like you just picked the right endpoints of the stock yeah. market to make them look like they did that. Uh, well, yeah, a bunch of idiots going to lose their money. So, yeah, yeah. No, it's yep. crazy. The stock market is like. I read that I recommend I'll recommend a book. It's the, I think the book's called The Man Who Solved the Market. It's about this like genius mathematician that started this hedge fund that uh, has made billions upon billions of dollars because he has an algorithm that, that could predict the market really well. Um, and the only reason he hasn't made more is because basically he he's making so much and investing so much that he has the ability to move the market himself. Um, and so that he has to like pull back. <laughs> so it's just. It's not a rigged game, but basically, if you're not, if you don't have the level of knowledge that these hedge funds have, and like, uh, you know, from, from years of investing and all the fancy algorithms, 
Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd stay away. I mean, that's uh, what would be my... Warren Buffett says all the time. He says everyone should just buy index funds because you, yeah, index, you I guys would say, don't... Buy, buy, you guys don't buy, have buy, the business I have. I know stuff that you won't yeah. know. I know... Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, I am friends with the guy that is going to do something. Like, like it's yeah. such a... It's yeah. obviously... I mean, we've seen it with our government. Like, oh, wow, just a bunch of... Just a bunch of politicians happen to dump stocks and buy new stocks in uh in, yeah. in things you, that help COVID. Like right after yeah. you got a briefing from hey my uh, from them, like come on, my pre- my pragmatic ass uh, Jewish parents. You know they never invested in stocks. They invested invested in mutual funds, and they made like a decent amount of money over a long period of time. Like that's how you should handle your money. Like yep. That's yeah. how you should handle. Yeah. That's, but, that, but, I mean, that's basically what Buffett that says. It, an index fund will outperform most, most, uh, you know, most, in, most investors. Always, always. Um, no, the only person who, he, who has has beat that is Warren Buffett. Well, it's this. It's also this hedge fund. There's, <laughs> there's, there's like there's, there's, there's basically yeah. there's like three hedge funds that have that have been able to outperform. And this hedge fund is the one I'm talking about. I forget the guy's name. Jim something. Jim yeah. Simons. I and think it's, is, I can't. I can't remember the name. And of the be hedge careful fund, because but. here's the thing that where they'll get you. Like they'll say a mutual fund. They'll be like, oh, over these five years, we beat the index fund. It's like, okay, now look at it over forty years because I'm not retiring right. in five years. Yeah, I got you know. And they yeah, never do. do. They the, never do. I will say. I will say if you have like inside information, you could. You would. I or like you have a deep knowledge maybe of the of the particular. Uh, industry, you maybe do that. Like I just, I, I, I always think back like 2011 or something when everyone was dumping on Netflix, and I was like, in my head, I was like, these people are stupid. Like, like Netflix is the fucking future, yeah. and like all you people dumping on them because like this is after they started like Quickster or yeah. whatever, and I was like, this fucking streaming stuff that Netflix has got going is totally the future. They're going to be uh, the dominant player in five years. Yeah. Should have put money should've, in. Should have yeah. put money in. Yeah. Well. Hey, <clears throat> hey, some people, you know. Bet on the over-unders in the NBA, like Matt, and some people go to Vegas and play craps, like a degenerate yeah. like me. So, you know. Yeah. Uh, I imagine yeah. Matt yeah. Matt has uh, Matt has made more money than I have, so. Yeah, if I could get the money out of that foreign, uh, that foreign, uh, whatever, <laughs> bank account that's in. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still haven't checked what's going on with the over-unders this year. Still haven't checked that what's, 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 what's happening. But I'm just going to assume True. I won them all because I technically did win them all if we go with the win totals of uh, uh, at the end of the season. All right. All right. right. I all right. Get going. I got another. John's got I'm a meeting. Uh, so until next right, week, uh, keep, keep pooping, pooping Stay keep safe. Pooping. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Keep pooping. Lonzo Ball is a big ball of bust. Think you're funny. Nah, but y'all is butt. Laugh at your own jokes more than all of us. You just washed up dick. Say, listen to our shows, but tune in and get politics and fart jokes. Yo, a big zero is what your net worth. Y'all got kicked off the b-ball network. That means it doesn't work. Or your whack lately ain't getting smirks like Matt's fat baby. Wait, man, I ain't hating. I'm just jealous, boy, am I glad I don't look like Ellen. Super Hoopers, ah, what crap is that? Yup, dude, it's another NBA podcast, B-Ball Talk now. An hour of wisecracks, ah, fuck y'all, give me that hour of my life back. Super Hoopers, what crap is that? Yup, dude, it's another NBA podcast, B-Ball Talk now. An hour of wisecracks, ah, fuck y'all, give me that hour of my life back.